It's the Code St. Luke podcast, where you'll hear interesting topics and people brought together through the Code St. Luke Public Library. Hello, my name is Farah Mohammed, and welcome to A Musical Moment. Today, it's all about May, marvelous May. Imagine, tomorrow marks the coming of yet another May in this quote-unquote new normal. Nevertheless, it's a marvelous month. Traditionally, May is a celebration of spring and signifies the glorious resurrection of nature after the long and cold winter months. It is normally associated with flowers, dancing, and maypoles, with celebrations sometime including the crowning of a May king or May queen. Now, as we all know, May is the fifth month of the year in the Julian and Gregorian calendars and the third of seven months to have the length of 31 days. May, or Maius in Latin, was named for the Greek goddess Maya, who was identified with the Roman-era goddess of fertility, Bonadea, whose festival was held in May. May 1st, otherwise known as May Day, probably has Roman origins as well. When the Romans took over the British Isles, they brought with them their five-day celebration known as Floralia, devoted to the worship of the goddess of flowers, Flora. This was a celebration of fertility and nature that took place around early May. Another popular tradition of May Day involves the Maypole. While the exact origins of the Maypole remain unknown, the annual traditions surrounding it can be traced back to medieval times, and some are still celebrated today. Villagers would enter the woods to find a maypole that was set up for the day in small towns or sometime permanently in larger cities. The day's festivities involved merriment as people would dance around the pole clad with colorful streamers and ribbons. Historians believe the first maypole dance originated as a part of a fertility ritual where the pole symbolized male fertility and baskets and wreaths symbolized female fertility. During the 19th and 20th centuries, May Basket Day was celebrated across the country where baskets were created with flowers, candies, and other treats and hung on the doors of friends, neighbors, and loved ones on May 1st. So, for today's selection of music, I hope to reflect these themes of love and nature and good cheer as we celebrate this glorious month of May in our own special way. Here's a bit of frivolity, Renaissance style, to start things off right. Now is the month of Maying is one of the most famous of the English ballets. A ballet is a light, dance-like part song similar to a madrigal, and one very frequent characteristic are the words in the refrain, Fa-la-la-la-la. It was written by Thomas Morley and published in 1595. The song delights in body double entendres as it describes merry lads and bonny lasses frolicking about upon the greeny grass. So let's take a listen to this frothy and delightful number. Now is the month of Maying performed by the King's Singers. Now is the month of May when merry lads are playing. Fa la 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 la. Fa la 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 la. Now 
Next up is the First Lady of Song, Ella Fitzgerald, singing a popular song by Richard Rogers and Lorenz Hart called Spring Is Here. It has everything you could possibly want from a springtime tune, particularly a lush, lilting string section that gives it a magical feeling to go along with Fitzgerald's enchanting voice. Once there was a thing called spring, when the world was writing verses like yours and mine. All the lads and lasses would sing when we sat at little tables and drank May wine. Once there was a thing called spring When the world was writing verses like yours and mine All the lads and girls would sing When we sat at little tables and drank May wine Now April, May and June are sadly out of tune Life has stuck the pin in the balloon Spring is here Why? Doesn't my heart go dancing? Spring is here. Why isn't the waltz entrancing? No desire, no ambition. Spring is here 
My next song is a choral setting of texts from the Song of Songs, an important book in both Jewish and Christian scriptures. Also known as the Song of Solomon, or Canticles, the song is a series of loosely connected poems that convey intense erotic desire between a man and a woman referred to as the Shulamite. Jews and Christians have interpreted the song as an allegory for God's love for Israel or the church. Some have also seen it as representing the relationship between Christ and the soul, or the relationship between Christ and the Virgin Mary. The song is full of highly evocative and erotic passages that often draw on natural imagery like animals and plants and involve all five senses. The lily and the rose are the chief adornments of the allegorical Hortus Conclusus, the enclosed garden of the Virgin, rooted in the language of the Song of Songs in the Old Testament. The phrase, the lily of the valleys, is taken from the Song of Songs. It represents a love between King Solomon and the Shulamite, or the allegory used to express the relationship between the church as bride and Christ as bridegroom. Unlike other May-blooming plants, Lily of the Valley was associated with virginity and is still used as a bridal flower. Here is a choral setting of the song, texts in English by William Billings, one of the first well-known American choral composers. Born in Boston in the mid-18th century, Billings was a largely self-taught musician. Here is I Am the Rose of Sharon. the 
another choral setting of texts from the Song of Songs. This next piece is called Rise Up My Love, My Fair One by Healy Willen. Though born in London, England in the late 19th century, Willen moved to Toronto in 1913 where he composed over 800 works ranging from church music to symphonies. Many consider him to be one of Canada's greatest composers, Willen employs a lush post-romantic harmonic language that seems especially appropriate for sensual song texts. Once again, here is Rise Up My Love, My Fair One by Healy Willen.
The cherry blossom is Japan's unofficial national flower. It has been celebrated for many centuries and holds a very prominent position in Japanese culture. There are many dozens of different cherry tree varieties in Japan, most of which bloom just for a few days in spring. Known as sakura in Japanese, these pale blooms are a symbol of spring. However, because the blooms are short lived, they are also symbolic of the fleeting nature of life. Here is a beautiful arrangement for solo piano of this traditional and famous Japanese folk song, Sakura, which means cherry blossoms. Schön in Monat Mai is the first song of a collection of 16 songs entitled Dichterliebe, or The Poet's Love, 
composed in 1840, this is the best-known song cycle of Robert Schumann. The text to these songs were written by German poet Heinrich Heine. Filled with imagery of flowers, dreams, and fairy tales, this kind of poetic writing is very representative of the German romantic style. Im wunderschönen Monat Mai, or in English, in the wonderfully beautiful month of May, is written for tenor with piano accompaniment, and we see here the themes of nature and love. The music is quite descriptive of the young man's wistfulness and deep longing. In the wonderfully beautiful month of May, when all the buds are bursting open, there from my own heart bursts forth my own love. In the wonderfully beautiful month of May, when all the birds are singing, so have I confessed to her my yearning and my longing. Lesser wrote the words and music to the song Spring Will Be a Little Late This Year in 1944. A now forgotten crooner named Johnny Johnston made the first recording. The song subsequently appeared in the movie Christmas Holiday. It is one of his rare sad ballads, even though at the height of World War II, so many popular songs expressed similarly intense longing. The sadness comes from lovers being parted. Spring symbolizes their happiness when they're together. But instead of concentrating on the winter bleakness of separation, the chorus holds out the hope, though a little late, that spring and the absent lover will come eventually. Here is Sarah Vaughan singing, Spring will be a little late this year. Spring will be a little late this year, a little late arriving in my lonely world over here for you. And we 
For a little instrumental music, Venus and Adonis is an opera in three acts by the English Baroque composer John Blow, composed around 1683. It was written for the court of King Charles II in either London or Windsor. It is considered by some scholars to be either a semi-opera or masque, and even perhaps the earliest known English opera. Dance of the Cupids occurs in Act Two. Cupid is studying the art of love, learning from his mother, Venus, on how to strike love into human hearts. He, in turn, teaches this lesson to a group of little Cupids. Cupid advises his mother that the way to make Adonis love her more is to use him very ill. They then call on the graces, the givers of beauty and charm, to honor the goddess of love. So here is Dance of the Cupids from the opera Venus and Adonis by John Blow. Thank you. 
They say it's spring is the fourth track from Blossom Deary's second album, Give Him the Ooh La La, from 1958. It's a soft and pleasant number that feels like breathing in the morning mist of a spring day. This love song revels in the idea that the only thing better than a fresh bloom of springtime is the whimsy of a budding romance. I just had to add this, since her name is Blossom and all. I couldn't resist. When I was young, I lived in a world of dreams Of moods and myths and illusionary schemes Though now I'm much more grown up I fear that I must own up to the fact that I'm in doubt of What the modern cynics shout of They say it's spring This feeling light as a feather They say this thing This magic we share together Came with the weather too They say it's May That's made me daft as a daisy It's May, they say That gave the whole world this crazy, heavenly, hazy hue I'm a lark on the wing I'm the spark of a firefly's fling Yet to me, this must be Something more than a seasonal thing Could it be spring? Those bells that I can hear ringing It may be spring But when the robin stops singing You're what I'm clinging to Though they say it's spring It's you When a heart's sympathetic It's merely spring Then poets' plights are pathetic Though I'm poetic too They say it's spring For lovers there's where the lure is That evil thing For which September the curious This they are sure is true Though I know that it's so That my fancy may turn in the spring With the right one in sight One can find a perpetual thing Did I need spring? Bring the ring that you bought me Though it was spring That wondrous day that you caught me Darling, I thought we knew That it wasn't spring T'was you 
Songs Without Words, or Lieder ohne Wort, is a series of short lyrical piano pieces by the early Romantic composer Felix Mendelssohn, written between 1829 and 1845. His sister, Fanny Mendelssohn, and other composers also wrote pieces in the same genre. These kinds of lyrical piano pieces were very popular at the time. The eight volumes of Songs Without Words, each consisting of six songs, were written at various points throughout Mendelssohn's life. Number six of Opus 38 was given the title Duetto by Mendelssohn, since the two voices, the alternating soprano and tenor melodies, were written to represent two singers. It was composed in Frankfurt in June 1836, soon after he had met his future wife, Cécile Jean Renault. Here is the beautiful piano piece Duetto by Felix Mendelssohn.
Here is one last example of a lead, this time called Mai Gesang, or May Song, by Ludwig van Beethoven. A composer and pianist, Beethoven was a towering figure, and a crucial one, in the transition between classical and romantic eras in the history of classical music. Moreover, he was one of the more recognized and influential musicians of this period and is considered to be one of the greatest composers of all time. Number four, from a collection of eight songs, Opus 852, My Gesang is a typical German art song, the poetry by Goethe, beautifully sung here by Anne-Sophie von Otter. She's accompanied here by the forte piano, an earlier version of the modern-day piano, that was used in Beethoven's day. To me, so glorious nature seems, the laughing meadows, the sunshine's beams, blossom bursting from every stem, a thousand voices with their amen, their joy, delight in every breast, O earth, O sun, rebirth expressed. O love, O love, such glorious sights, as morning clouds on distant heights, Gloriously you bless the greening fields, a cloud of bloom the rich earth yields. My girl, dear girl, how I love thee, how your eyes show that you love me. Just as the lark loves the song and flight, and morning flowers the heaven's light, so I love thee wholeheartedly, who lent me youth and made me free, to sing new songs and dance again. Be happy always, your love retain. My last number is called Cuban Spring, and much to my surprise and delight, 
This is based on Vivaldi's Spring Concerto. This Cuban twist on a much-beloved Baroque classic is cleverly done with its infectious Afro-Cuban rhythms and sprite melody. So get ready to do some serious moves. It's impossible to sit still while listening to this kind of music.
you've enjoyed today's selection. Spring, especially in the month of May, is a wonderful time celebrating love, nature, and good cheer. So here's wishing all of you a marvelous May. Happy spring. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Code St. Luke podcast today. We launched the podcast and telephone broadcasting service in March 2020. The idea was to get content from Parks and Recreation and the library into your homes using Zoom, telephone, and podcasts. If you enjoy the podcast, please give it a rating and review at Apple Podcasts and share it with your friends. For more information about programs at the library, visit csllibrary.org. For information about the city of Code St. Luke, visit CodeStLuke.org. Have a great day.